what's up everybody hey hey it is your boy daddy Diz, and today we got princess poison in the building hello hello Shout so out good to be you. back it is a pleasure to have you back thank you thank you it's been like too long actually it has it's been way too long i feel like it's been 10 years uh a decade I, at least I know. Well, hey, you know, the Pop Pod has been up for almost a year now. So shout out to you for coming back within that year. It's been so good. First one was super fun. So I'm excited what this one's going to be. I don't know what this one's going to be. I don't know. There's a a (laughs) lot of stuff going on in both of our lives. Definitely. Yeah, it's going to be a fun packed podcast i titled this episode oh by the way everybody um make sure you smash that like button and um you know especially if you love princess poison and the pop pod you know what i'm saying it definitely helps the podcast grow in a major way and it's free to you you know to smash that like button and subscribe and all that but anyways i titled this episode natural petty not petty what you think about that <laughs> i think it's very clever i actually saw it last night i thought it was very clever thank you thank you thank you not like to it. not to toot my own horn or nothing like that but you know hey. hey you could toot your own horn every once in a while do you think that people should i do i do i think it's so important especially in this day and age where like no participation awards you know all that fun stuff you should congratulate your own self, you know, on your own accomplishments. That can't be narcissism, is it? No, I think um, when it turns to narcissism is when you are like telling other people that you're better than, than them because mm-hmm. of your accomplishments. But if you're just acknowledging them and being like, yeah, good job. That's that's not narcissism. That's just healthy, you know, confidence. I feel like that term is getting just all jacked up these days because Thrown around. Yeah, it's really confused now because I feel like you can have confidence. It's okay to have confidence. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I definitely think the word narcissism is for sure thrown around a lot. It's a really serious diagnosis. Um and like if you've ever dealt with a narcissist, you know like it's it's serious. It's a lot. It's very heavy and it's very like abusive a lot of the time. So like when you throw it around like that, just for, you know, being confident and being, you know, out there, it's like, don't do that. Do you have any examples maybe of like a narcissist behavior? Oh yeah. So, um, they really like to have all eyes on them all the time and they will do anything that they can to make everybody around them look way worse than themselves right and um but they'll do it in like backhanded compliments and like they'll manipulate their way into being like the smartest person in the room that's what they think but if you you know know what to look for you're just like that guy's that guy that guy does not know what he's talking about. So they're never the person that could admit they're wrong. Right. Yeah. They're never wrong at all. There's never there's never an opportunity to admit that they're wrong because they're never wrong. It's not easy to admit you're wrong. No, it's though. not. No, it really isn't. Um, but having it be difficult and then uh, but knowing inside that you are like Admitting it is one thing, but like acknowledging it to yourself is another thing. And if you can't even do that, then like 
you're long gone, you know? Right. Yeah. No, I mean, it must be a, a struggle in itself to even be a narcissist as oh, well. Totally. Because like eventually you end up like pushing everybody away in your life and you end up with nobody with nobody oh. that was loud i'm sorry <laughs> echoes in the room yeah. <laughs> yeah i i hear you yeah man you know i uh you know i i hope to to never be took in that kind of way because it's like you know being somebody who truly cares about what other people think and everything and how they feel sometimes that can get complicated too because you know you can overcare sometimes yes and then you end up doing things specifically for that other person when you really shouldn't be um just for the to save their own feelings right. and you're not thinking about yourself in the process right I can use my situation now with my cat going on right now. Yeah. Oh, you're a poor baby. I know. Two, like, so had a surgery in April. And as a cat dad, you know, you want to save your cat, mm -hmm. you know, or any animal or pet that you may have. First instinct is like, I want to save their life. Yes. Yeah. But you know how many times can you do that before you tell yourself like all right this animal is like self-destructive right they don't want to be here <laughs> right <laughs> they are telling me loud and clear and that's a really really hard decision to make and it's it's never you never feel good about it um i used to work in veterinary medicine and Every decision to euthanize their animal was the most difficult decision in the entire world. And I, I never saw one person come into the vet hospital being happy or like glad that they're putting their animal down, even though 100% of the time it was time for them to go and they are making the right decision and letting them go. It is still so, I mean, you're, you're letting a piece of your heart mm -hmm. go and it's just, it's, it's an impossible thing, but right. it's humane. And see, like the thing is, so the last time it was hair ties yeah. that he was eating and a lot of them, we didn't know he was eating so many, but he had like 20 hair ties. And it's so dangerous because they can get wrapped around the intestines and mm -hmm. if they try to like throw it up it could get tightened around oh it's so scary oh yeah it was they were stuck some of them came out when he vomited but like they were lodged inside of his stomach and so they said yeah. like you know quite literally they have to do surgery or you know he's out of there yeah. and you're like okay all right you know so all right let's go on with the surgery let's do the surgery then right but then you ask yourself you're like man if this animal wasn't my pet like they probably would have ate some other random stuff yep. and be done already. Yep. So it's, it's tricky when it comes to that. And right now the situation is, I don't even think we know what he ate this time, but he ate some more stuff again. And yeah. mind you, the surgery was in April. Now they say he needs surgery again. And it's like, all right, man, like, you know, yeah. like I want to do of course the thing that I feel is right, which would be save his life. 
But then also I'm stuck at the crossroad where I'm like, how many more times is he going to do this? And how many more surgeries are we going to have to go through? Right. Before it starts becoming a burden on me financially, you know what I mean? It's like, and you can hide everything you want. It does not matter if, if that animal (laughs) wants to eat things that are not edible, they will find something to eat. They will peel paint off the walls and eat it. Uh, You know, I've seen the craziest things inside animal stomachs when they come in. It's just. What's the craziest thing you've seen inside an animal stomach? (laughs) You really want to know? Yeah. All right. Bear with me here. It's kind of gross. All right, everybody. We had a giant German shepherd. I mean, huge. Um, (laughs) she was massive uh she came in because she had swallowed um her owner said about 20 plus used tampons out of the bathroom trash can goodness and she was happy-go-lucky, just wagging her tail, having the time of her life. And we're like, this is really bad because tampons are cotton and used or not, they will absorb so much of your stomach acid and it is so dangerous. Um, also so disgusting because the first course of action was to make her vomit all of it back up. Right. And um, so I was the tech uh, in charge of that dog. That Did that dog have to get surgery? <laughs> um, luckily, they brought her in as soon as she ate them. So we were able to make her vomit them all up. Um, and the x-rays to see if they were gone were pretty funny because we had to wait a couple more times after each x-ray to make sure that she vomited them all up. And you can see in the x-ray like a, a tube looking shape in, you know, in her app. It was awful. That is awful. right? And she was there for several days recovering because the cotton did so much damage to her intestines. That's absolutely wild. These darn animals, man. They (sighs) They they, drive you crazy. Man, they drive. They drive me crazy, you know. So I had my dog one time. (laughs) I had a bowl of grapes sitting on my nightstand. Mm -hmm. And, you know, grapes are super, super toxic to dogs. They cannot have them. Really? Oh, yeah. Cannot have them at all. Grapes, raisins, they it's super, super toxic and can put them into like kidney failure. Oh, wow. Um, so I had them sitting on my nightstand and I went to go to the restroom and I came back and the bowl was gone off of my nightstand and knocked over on the floor. And I look at my dogs and they're just looking back at me, wagging their tail I'm like, which one of you? I have three dogs. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, they can't speak, so they couldn't tell me which one of them it was that ate all of the grapes. So I had to make them all throw up. Oh, my gosh. Um, and they, my my male dog, who is the troublemaker of the three, had vomited up like 20 whole grapes. He literally swallowed them whole. He didn't even chew them, didn't taste them. The branch and all? I mean, I had taken them off of the branch and like, you know, to wash them and whatever. So they were just like a bowl of grapes. Right. And he just, he'd swallowed them whole. And I was like, you idiot. What? You know, you could die. And so he just spent the whole rest of the day like nauseous and having a stomach ache because he had to eat a giant bowl of grapes. Oh my goodness. (laughs) 
And then, like, how, like, how do you treat that? Do you have to give them medication of some kind? So, um, I'm a little bit weary to say this on the internet because uh, it is dangerous to do. But if your dog eats something that they shouldn't have eaten uh, and you caught it right away, um, you want to do one tablespoon of hydrogen peroxide oh damn um in like broth of some kind or whatever and just give it to them wait about a few minutes take them outside because they're gonna vomit uh and they will vomit everything up um and then dramamine which is a anti-nausea medication that you can get over the counter uh, is also safe for dogs. However, you really, really, really want to make sure that you give the right dosage. I believe like for small dogs, you want to give them like a quarter of a tablet. And for bigger dogs, you want to do like a half a tablet. Mm. Um, I am not responsible to what happens to your dog if you take those uh, yeah, do recommendations. Not, these are not... <laughs> I'm not liable. Yeah. <laughs> um, this podcast this is, is not liable exactly. for anything that any of you do. Exactly. In regards to your animals, please. <laughs> please contact your veterinarian if your dog ate something toxic. Thank you very much. <laughs> Shout out to Princess Poison for the, the knowledge out here. Yes. Uh, but... But the hydrogen peroxide can be really, really good in a super fast emergency. Uh, just in cases of poison, like rat poison, ant bait, things like that, call animal poison control before you do anything. Uh, unfortunately, they will charge you 60 bucks, which is kind of crappy because like regular poison control doesn't charge you. Mm -hmm. um, but that is your best bet in like saving your animal's life. Man, yeah, you are going to save some animals today. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> Shout out to Princess Poison. But yeah, that. ASPCA uh, Animal Poison Control is your best bet in getting your baby like the quickest help. Um, they will let you know if you need to go to the animal like emergency room. $60 is way less than an emergency room visit. Wow. If you don't need to do it that way. Yeah. Saving money too, saving lives and money. Which, as you know, in veterinary medicine is very helpful because it is so expensive and animals don't have the kind of insurance that people do. Their insurance sucks. And, you know, if they have a pre existing condition, forget about it. You know, you're not going to save any money at all. Uh, yeah, see, I was wondering about that, about animal insurance, because when I was filling out the form at the emergency vet, <laughs> it said animal insurance. I was like, damn, I should have got that last time. Yeah, <laughs> and unfortunately, um, animal insurance, um, you're paying like premium prices to do like the emergency visit, you know, insurance. Mm -hmm. And then like your yearly, you know, blood work and stuff, you it's it's worth it for that kind of stuff because you get it like 80% off most of the time. Mm -hmm. um, but for like pre-existing conditions, like my dog has seizures, he's epileptic, mm -hmm. um, and he has to do blood work every year and medications. Insurance will not cover that. So it's like pointless at pointless that. Pointless, completely. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, there you all have it. We, that's a lot of uh, that was a lot animal of information. information. <laughs> we are Dr. Doolittles over here, you know. <laughs> but... um. You know, in, in other news, what's been going on with you in the foot world? A lot of boring stuff, man. <laughs> I, <laughs> I 
I'm dying to collab more. Um, the last collab I did, I believe, was with um, Hey Miss Murda. And uh, she's always so much fun. But she, that was the last one. And that was so long ago. And I, I miss being behind a camera. I miss mm-hmm. being with like good friends because photo shoots are always so much fun. You have like you're you're laughing pretty much the whole time. At least in my experiences with like my my group of people that you know we do shoots with, um, but yeah, I'm I'm dying for for new new models to collab with, and then obviously my my good friends to collab with too. But man, everybody lives so far away. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Well, you know, hey, there's just a flight away. You know. I know. Come and make it happen. Flights are scary too. Have you heard about monkeypox recently? <laughs> I have heard of monkeypox. Come yes. on, we can't catch a break. I heard it was like a cover up for like some politicians' herpes no. though. <laughs> <laughs> that is really funny. I did not hear about that. Um, but I have uh, heard of some cases in uh, the United States. I think there's like something like 80 cases or something like that in the united states and surprise surprise most of them are in california and um it you catch it from like skin to skin like contact and it's also airborne and so imagine sitting in an airplane and then you get off and you get welts all over yourself in yeah. a couple weeks later and you're just like what the? yeah that would be trippy no doubt but is it deadly at all? Uh, no, it's not. From what I've heard, nobody's died from it. It's just really, really, really uncomfortable and itchy and, itchy and painful. Ah. And I think you get a fever with it, too. Uh, and then for people who are immunocompromised, it's just 10 times worse than that, uh, which just really sucks. Right. Yeah, no, I, I never even had chicken pox. So Me either. I was one of the lucky ones. I got vaccinated like everything under the sun so i don't i don't really lucky i don't know i don't know if i got vaccinated for for the chicken it was so long ago you know because it it would be when we were children yeah you know when any of that happened i think i don't even think our parents knew what kind of vaccines we got they just got a card and the doctors are like all right here's eight vaccines for your kid today and they just sign off on them and they're like okay come back tomorrow for 20 more vaccines and you're like okay <laughs> you bring your kid back tomorrow and they get poked 20 more times and you go home and give them a lollipop goodness <laughs> well back to the the collaborations that yeah. you want to do um like tell me about what it's like when you're collaborating i know you said it's fun is it just like super silly and goofy um sometimes it can be other times it could be super sensual and sexy and i know um I did a couple videos with Taze Toes and uh, Short Lived Tyranny, and those are really sensual and really sexy. And honestly, it felt like the world completely faded away. And it was just so it was it was hot. It was super hot. And like um, in those times, it's it's a it's a more serious tone and like everything's super quiet. And, you know, we're just in the zone. Right. Um, but other times, yeah, it could be super fun and funny and silly and you're trying to get into all these poses and positions and I have horrible balance. Um, and so I'm like flopping all over, over the place and like falling down and it's just, it's a hoot and a holler. Can you describe the central experience? 
Um, what do you mean? Like as far as the content goes, that was sensual. Like oh, oh, sensual. I mm-hmm. thought you said central. Sorry, oh. <laughs> I'm a little. Um, yes. So with uh, Tay's toes, we did a um like a double worship session video kind of thing, um, where we were laying on the bed and we were just we kind of interlocked mm-hmm. um feet a little, and it was just. I don't even remember how long it was. It was probably like six or seven minutes and it was just so slow and sexy and just, it was, it was a mood. The lighting was like moody and dark and like, but it was almost like spotlight. It was just, it was super fun. And we just got totally lost and melted into each other. So hot. That sounds hot. It was so hot. It's it's on both of our clip sites, by the way, if you want to see it. Club sites? Is that the clip, new lingo? Clip oh, clip no, sites. Yeah, clip sites. On, like, I have all of them. So, What is that website called again? Um, There are, I mean, there's many vids, many loyal vids. fans, um, fansly, clips for sale. Uh, I want vids. Only, I mean, there's like, I have them all. <laughs> so you got what, to, yeah. whatever you have, I have it too. And it's available. <laughs> Well, how about we give all the viewers uh, a little preview and do a foot marshal? Yes. Photography by Daddy Goods. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, give it up. And before we do this, actually, make sure you press the like button, subscribe if you love Princess Poison and the Pop Pod. Mama Goods in the comments. <laughs> What's up, Mama Goods? Right. We're back. Uh, all right. I got to catch my breath because, like, <laughs> I'm like getting up and moving around and stuff, you know. Photography by Daddy Goods, you know. I guess Get I'm your a blood pumping. <laughs> I guess I'm a uh, photographer now, everybody. You know? Oh, yeah. Just a, a little bit of everything, you know kind of got to these days you got to be a jack of all trades yes absolutely just like when it comes to modeling you got to know how to market yourself on all of the different apps yeah lots of cross promotion 
I seen that you have um, some people in here that know notice you from TikTok. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your TikToks. Yeah. Oh man. So I TikTok man. I wish that TikTok spent half the amount of time taking down pages like mine and focus that energy taking down pages that actually should be taken down. I was at like almost 10,000 followers with my last account and then I got taken down. Um, and now I am almost at 10,000 followers again. Uh, but my account has like an account warning. And so I can't go live. I can't like join the creator fund. I can't do anything like that. And then every once in a while for no reason at all, my like a video will get taken down for sexual content and nudity when I'm like, 100% fully clothed. Yeah, makes no sense. Oh, it's so frustrating. They took down my TikTok too. <laughs> the and you're just Peapod. having conversations right. with people like Right. What? And they took down mine for uh nudity as well. Yeah, cuz uh, you know, feet. You can't have naked feet on the internet. Right. That is nudity. But the one that they took me down for actually like Didn't it really have- it had feet in it, but it wasn't like a close-up or no. a video and, where... And this is not sexual in nature like at <laughs> yeah. all. We're just sitting having a conversation. Like, feet just happen to be out because that's what the people like. like exactly. You know? Yeah. But then they... Their algorithm, I believe, reads into the comments. So, you know, yeah. in a lot of ways, um, you know, there can be different, different angles that could uh, contribute to making everything more... Uh, friendly totally for for us i have over 200 words filtered from my comments wow and that is why i believe i've kept my account for this long because people put the dumbest comments on the videos so dumb like i mean i can't count how many times i've deleted the word feet (laughs) out of the comments literally just the word feet imagine that Brett, like yes that is that yes that is the point of this video like yeah <laughs> it's like really though like i can't or like you know i we can't have comments that say i want to lick your souls or <laughs> i want to beat my meat to your feet like we can't have those comments on a family site like that so i think there can be like a learning experience right there for the people who love that kind of content as well. You know, if you want me to keep my page, we have to keep the comments PG, like not even PG 13 PG, like (laughs) comment on literally anything else except the feet, anything. How many sugar daddy uh, requests do you get? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, what really, really sucks is that you get a shit ton when you start out, when you're super new. Um, and that also goes for new accounts that you have to make because your other ones got deleted. And so you get on and people think that you're new. And so they'll flood your messages with like, send me send me a gift card and I'll, I'll fund you money $2,000 tomorrow. And it's like, oh, come on. I try to get uh, my cousin-in-law into the foot fetish world. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like super into it. She's got really cute feet. Um, about 
three days in, she calls me and she goes, listen, I do not know how you do this. I have gotten so many inappropriate messages and so many scammy like sugar daddy messages. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because she would probably be really, really good at it, first of all. And it, you know, those those people existing is like the bane of this community. Um, and it just really sucks. It's so annoying. What do you think it takes to be a, a good model in the FFC? Um, I think that befriending other models that are like popular in the community uh, and learning from them is really, really helpful. But don't one thing that really kind of grinds my gears a little bit is when a model has you know a new model comes on twitter or instagram has like two followers and one post and then messages me and is like hey can you help me get into this and can you give me tips um there are tons of videos and i don't i don't say this to be super snarky uh i say this because i'm not really a good teacher i'm still figuring this out myself i've been in this world for about three four years i still have no idea what i'm doing i'm still you know figuring this out on my own there's tons of people on youtube that have so many videos on like how to get started how to not get scammed how to you know what times of day to post when to post what to post things like that that would be a really good avenue to go through go through to like get started you have to get, you know, through that hurdle of like all this cameras and like fake sugar daddies like coming and flooding your messages. Right. Do you or would you say you have any other kinks or fetishes that you aren't really public about? Um, that I'm not public about? Yes. Um, breath play is like super fun. I don't think I've ever like talked about it Uh you know, publicly on my, on my fetish pages. Um, and like, okay, knife play is, is really hot in theory. I've never tried it before, but it's really, really, really high on my list. Knife play. Yeah. That sounds dangerous. Yeah. So, um, the, the point of it, or I guess like what I would want is like, just, you know, be blindfolded and then, a like a block of ice or like an ice pack or something and then put the knife like the blade on ice and then to use like the back side of the blade you know but like that cold sensation feels like the knife is actually like kind of cutting into you um but like without the pain if that makes sense because it's not actually cutting into you it's just cold and so it's like really really sensation play for sure that's uh, interesting right there. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm trying to imagine that. So you take a block of ice, you put it, and by the way, nobody do this at home. Yeah, please. Know. Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> this podcast is not liable for anything. None of that. that. None of the above that we are mentioning <laughs> or talking about in this podcast. No. The- and And the way that I would do it is I would go to a dungeon and find somebody who is uh, very, very skilled in this type of play. Somebody who is probably a instructor or, you know, a class leader or something like that. Um that would be willing to be a part play partner for me to experience that. I would not, 
I wouldn't do it with my husband. Not that I don't trust my husband, but that's just not something that we would do in the bedroom at home. That's like very, very edge play. And that's not safe to do at home when you don't have a first aid kit or an ambulance on, you know, call. Dude, that would absolutely suck. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just like start bleeding out of nowhere. Oh my God. Are you yeah, <laughs> seriously? Like, yeah. You'd be like, Oh shit. Yeah. And rope tying is, is a very similar, um, like circumstance too, for me. Like I wouldn't let just anybody tie me up because you can lose circulation. You can tear a blood vessel. Like it's, it's dangerous play. Some people like that kind of adrenaline for sure. Totally. Yeah. That's why people love rock climbing. Yes. Oh, rock climbing is so fun. You've done it? I've done it a couple of times in like kid parks, you know, they hook you up to a harness. Gotcha, and, you gotcha. Know, but it's super fun. I've been zip lining though. That's really fun. A little bit of adrenaline there. Yeah, huh? totally. Like being like high above. I did and just it. like I did it at the Fremont Street in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, yeah. How was yeah. that? Um yeah, it was fun. I think it was fun. Uh, I think that the person after me like threw up and peed <laughs> as they're going oh. going across. <laughs> so, yeah. note to everybody: when you go to Las Vegas and you go to Fremont Street and you go on the zip line, don't drink a lot before. Yeah, don't drink or <laughs> eat before you do. Say that for afterwards when you're high off adrenaline. <laughs> I wonder if they thought about that at all when they created that. Uh, you know. Probably not. Like being how drunk everybody gets in, in Las Vegas, you know? Yeah. I got a question that I feel like um, I really want to ask, actually. Yeah. How important do you feel like male um, influencers in the, in the SW world are? I think they are really important. And um, it's really important that, that we... Um, lift the ones up that are like actual good, good people in the community. Cause there's tons of fake doms in the community that, you know, there's no such thing as safe words. You don't need safe words when you're with me. Um, you know, you do what I say when I say it and you know, there's no negotiation. I'm the boss of you, blah, 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 which is like, so not what this community is about or what the, SW world is about or kink community in general is about um and so often we hear more and more news about another male person um who has allegations against him mm-hmm. or another you know a person high in the community that is you know a sleaze ball and is hurting a bunch of people physically mentally emotionally etc Right. Um, so it's really important for those people who are actually good people in the community to step up and, you know, be that influence to people so that they know who to look up to and we stop looking up to the wrong people. That's that was like an uh, amazing answer right there, because I couldn't agree more. A lot of people, though, ask me sometimes, oh, like, is it very cool being, you know, like somebody who 
you know, has a, a connection with different models and, you know, have had so many models on your podcast and everything. And I, and I say, yes, it's cool. Like these are great people. You know, I enjoy having conversations with them and everything, but I always tell them like, I don't do it to get close to them or nothing. I'm sure like that's that. not the answer that they're looking for. No, they, yeah. they want me to tell them like, Oh yeah. I get, oh yeah. I get all these people, you know, left and right. And that's, you know, you are one of the most professional people I have ever been around. It is so comfortable to be in the room with you. And we always find something to talk about. We have trouble before the podcast because we're just like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Let's save that for the podcast. Yeah. Like, don't answer that. <laughs> Keep that in your head. That's true. It's so it's so good. Like that creativity just flows in the room. So it's it's, you know, it's so important to um, have that professional mannerism about you uh, when you do have connections to all these models they go and tell people you know later on they're like oh yeah daddy goods he's great yeah he asked you to be on his podcast you should totally go and dude I could confidently say I've and there's nobody not one person that could say that I've ever approached them in an inappropriate way nope I, I don't doubt that for a second I, I mean, not to mention I'm married, so, you know, exactly. but yeah. like, you know, being, being in this, in this world, um, and having a podcast, which involves a lot of women, right. Um, I think sometimes there can be some kind of misconception as if, because I'm a male in the SW world, essentially I am, you mm -hmm. know, I have a podcast oh, tied totally. around a fetish, um, I feel like a lot of times people think that there's like exploitation going on right. of some kind of sort. And it just baffles me because it's not that at no, all. Yeah, And that's such a silly assumption to make because that what you see is exactly what it is. Right. We're just sitting down. We're a couple of good friends sitting down, having a conversation, mm -hmm. answering questions that people want to know about us. Yeah. And I think it is such a wonderful way for people to get to know us and, know who we are behind our like foot fetish persona because it is it is a persona you know I I my character I guess you know I'm I'm a very dominating person uh in real life I'm a submissive in in you know my personal life uh right. so it's it's very it's very cool to have people get to know us and get to know the other side of us mama good's coming yeah. in and out the door everybody <laughs> <laughs> shout out we to love her so much we do, we do shout out to her um yeah man i you know i <clears throat> i just think this is a a very important topic because i i do realize that you know unfortunately there's always going to be bad apples in yeah. a bunch and it is what it is and now my cat is coming to join the party hello little baby <laughs> come here oh my goodness i got a really good topic Don't going apologize. on right now it's and so fine <laughs> Where are you? Oh my goodness. We'll be right back. Sweet everybody. little baby. That's a good question. <laughs>
<laughs> it was a damn good I conversation. Really, I know really that <laughs> it was like the most important part of the podcast. Um, oh, oh, good male influences oh, right. in the SW community. Right. We were talking about. Yeah. So it's just like I feel, you know, like if you can find the ones that are trustworthy and, you know, do put in a lot of work and try their best to put their best foot forward to highlight the the great people within the industry, you know, which I would hope I'm, you know, viewed as one of those people. Absolutely. Um, At least in my eyes, you definitely are. Dude, like character is everything to me, yes. you know, and I feel like it, the best thing that anybody could do is just remain the best, you know, with their own character yeah. as far as the, the, just the person that they are in general, don't like overreact about certain situations yeah. and just go with the flow. I, I think that's the best way to, to deal with most situations. But, um, you know, as far as being a, a influence in, influencer in the SW community, it's just like, I, as a podcaster, I love having conversations with people in general. Mm -hmm. I stumbled into this world on accident and it just so happens that, you know, there's a need for what I'm doing. Yeah. What a fun accident. I, I, I wonder like, is it wrong if a male influencer who does a lot of work, who does, you know, whatever it is they do, if they take photography you know, if they do videos of some kind, is it wrong that those people, you know, are compensated for their work? No. Is that no. Explo exploitation of some kind? No, I wouldn't think so. I mean, us models expect to be compensated for our time. So I, you know, if it, I, I guess it, that there's a, um, like a thin line where it's like, are you a professional photographer? Have you done photo shoots before? Do you take good content? Mm -hmm. uh, are people actually viewing your content? Are they enjoying your content? Uh, I have had photo shoots with people who I charged them because they were not professional photographers. They did not have any, like, they didn't have a portfolio, right. nothing. They just wanted to take pictures, which is fine. Um, but you're going to pay for my time to do that. I have shot with professional photographers that I have not charged for their time. Um, and they didn't charge me for mine. We traded and they were able to do whatever they wanted with the content. Uh, and, you know, as was I. Um, but I definitely do not think that it's wrong for professional photographers to be compensated for the time and the effort that they put in. Because the equipment is not cheap. Right. You know, the labor is not cheap. And, um, your skills and your talent was not cheap either. You know, it took right. tons of practice and time. It takes to a lot of time well. to do yeah. like, or even to do like a podcast episode. Oh yeah, totally. A yeah. lot of the, the thumbnail art for one, you know, that could, music? that could take anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour. The music, you got to set up the music. You got to set up um, the pro the promo. You got to set up the the visual on screen graphics. And you got to figure out how it all works. You got to know how it all yeah. works. Like all that takes time. The actual recording of the podcast, mm -hmm. you know, all of that is that's a lot of work, dude. Yeah. Now, you know, like it's it's fun to me and I enjoy doing it. So it doesn't feel like work to me. Right. But 
the the fact of the matter is I got it is work. I got my family upstairs right now, mm-hmm. you know, in the room. I told them they can't come downstairs when I'm sure they're probably upstairs hungry or something like right. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they're sacrificing that right now so that I so that so dad that can, can do, do work. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I I think sometimes um you know, like if you look at it from those perspectives, I think that people can forget that that exists. Hundred well, percent. You know. Yeah. No, I, I definitely think that everybody watching here should be donating to the Plenty of Fee podcast. Um, oh, thank you for to, that. Yeah. You know, so that because you know, maybe you want to fly somebody out here next time. You know, yeah. maybe your fans want somebody super specific, and you want to fly that person out. Maybe, you know, your fans can help you fly that person out and they get totally the episode can. that they want, you they know, totally can. So that's and that's where tons of and that's where donations for the podcast would go. Yeah, you know, exactly. It, it would go towards making the podcast even doper. Exactly. You know? So you're absolutely and how right. How fun would that be, you know, to have somebody from like a, a, the other side of the United States come out and like do a podcast with you and like, see i'm oh. like yeah that would be dope really dope and actually i had it happen actually already yeah. um true soulmates came and flew out here from um the east coast actually hell yeah, yeah. that's awesome yep yep so shout out to true soulmates hell yeah. um but yeah no totally and see i'm the kind of person that i'm too I, I don't I don't like tell people hey tip the podcast or right. donate to the podcast. I don't I don't do none of those things. I don't ask for a subscription price or nothing like that. Now I do got the the Pop Pod fans site right. or what have you where it really right now I I'm not all the way sure where I want to go with that mm-hmm. but none of these podcast episodes are on there. Right. Just for anybody who might be a little confused about that. It's only as of now um like foot pictures of Mama Goods right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. But um I, I mean, that's I, reason enough to subscribe right there. I hey. totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you know, I I don't ask for none of those things. Yeah. Everything that I'm doing right here is, is free for the viewers to watch, you know. And, and that's saying something. That's saying something loud. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And I mean, and I couldn't agree more. So, you know, like my my only um, request from from just everybody in return is to just like, you know, like, I don't know, man, just like uh like subscribe all comment. that stuff yeah <laughs> turn the little bell thing on so yes. you get notifications every time he posts something Absolutely. yeah your support is really important that's what i like to tell like all my followers on my social media and stuff like if you see my posts like them comment on them share them like you know that um exposure is really helpful to us if you can't afford to support us financially right and see like the the crazy thing is is like having that kind of view on male influencers too is like incredibly toxic as well in my opinion yes. because like if you go on a uh anybody's platform for whatever it is or service that they offer and and they're doing something to to highlight your talent your work you know, it's like they're doing it to like promote your brand as well. And yeah. it's a you're rubbing elbows with another fellow worker within that community. Like nobody bashed um, Hugh Hefner for having Playboy because yep. models were blowing the F up. Yep. Right. So everything just goes hand in hand. You know, the pod- podcast is growing every single day, you know, so eventually the podcast is going to be, you know, doing some crazy crazy numbers it's growing in numbers all the time so yeah. it's like you know is it really is it exploitation like nah, dude. no no <laughs> it's not but you have to like i said it's really important that 
the support goes to the good people. When I started out, I didn't know. I was naive. I was super new to the community. And I'm not going to drop any names. I don't know, like if they're still around. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I first got started, um, I uh, went to an event uh, in my town and um, it was a tickling event. And I was like, okay, <laughs> nice. cool. Super into it. I went and I actually met um, Hey Miss Murda there. That was when I first met her and we hit it off. And um, I got to meet her, by the way. She's awesome. And she's thinking about coming out here within the next year or so so i'll you know, try and set something up Absolutely. she's awesome um but um the people that ran the event they asked me i'm trying to not hint at anything because i really don't want to like start any drama um but this goes to the point of professionalism and um consent mm-hmm. um the people that were running it said to me, hey, you can come here, make some money, do some sessions. Um, you know, it's it's good money that we do it every weekend, blah, blah, blah. I said, okay, great. And um, then he goes, well, in order to be part of our, you know, group of people, mm-hmm. you have to do two videos with me. Um, and we, we have to put it up on the website in order for you to be, you know, accepted into this group. And I said, okay, what kind of videos? Right. Uh, they were explicit videos that I was not comfortable doing. Right. Um, but in that moment, my brain just automatically went to, it's showbiz, baby, you know? Right. Uh, I had no idea that uh, this was not normal right. and it was not okay uh, and that I definitely did get taken advantage of in Damn. that moment. Um, and it's not a small um, group of people. Right. I don't know what to call them. Uh, but they're not small, you know. So I was very taken aback. Um, I did it for a couple of weeks with them. And then realized that they're not really doing anything for me. I'm not really comfortable with this work anyways. I don't particularly enjoy doing sessions with with people that I've never met before. Um, It just wasn't for me. And I realized I can run my own page and I can kind of do this myself. Uh, And so that's just how I started. Um, But it was with a very, very bad experience. Yeah. Um, That's a crazy expectation to like have of uh, another individual. Like, hey, I'll help you out do some promotion for you and you know do whatever for you but you have to please you have me. to please me that's crazy yeah it was so i could never so imagine gross i could never imagine being that kind of person that's yeah. really gross that's harvey weinstein type shit oh it was it was horrible <laughs> it was horrible and you know you could probably say that i had a choice and i did i did have a choice um however it's it's the uh, you know person in a place of power and person not in a place of power and I felt at that moment that I wasn't really a, in a place of power you know I was in his home um, it was a home also it wasn't like an actual dungeon or like you right, know right, place right. it was somebody's house um, so yeah very very slimy very uncomfortable and um, 
was not a very good introduction to the community, uh, but I'm really, really glad I stuck it out and found my community. Right. Yeah. Well, that's that's very, uh, you know, strong of you. And you really discovered what you really like to do. So it's yeah. like, why, why let that ruin everything? Exactly. Exactly. Because unfortunately, that, that can happen, man. But I don't know, man, like there, there's certain ways to handle stuff. And yeah. But, and that wasn't yeah. but look at you though you're still creating content still doing your yeah. thing oh so. and it's so much fun i love creating content it's so much fun you could tell you have a lot of fun um well i i've seen all the twitter pictures and and all that stuff i and appreciate the support yeah uh, well, hey, you know man, that's what i do i support others especially yes. those who support me yes um well let's do a foot commercial we've done one so yeah. far so let's do let's a couple do more yeah maybe we'll uh answer some questions when we get back if there's any yeah for sure if you have questions and you're here live and would like to ask princess poison drop those questions right now and we will ask them as soon as this foot commercial is over and smash that like button if you love this podcast you did Again, smash that like button as soon as you're done. Never mind. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. We got to talk about the natural petty yes. that you got going on right now. Yes. Do you feel like natural petties are like, are like a forgotten thing? They are so forgotten and so underrated. I think that natural petties are, they're so like, sensual in in a way that like you know it's it's raw it's it's just I don't know it's so hot and I feel like one of my captions when I first got my um natural petty was I feel like natural nails make your toes stinkier and I don't know why I will not cite my sources that is just how I feel (laughs) really now I don't know what it is I just feel like when they're polished, they maybe it's the nail bed. 
Maybe the nail bed like has its own pheromones that mm-hmm. that come out. And when they're polished, you cover that up. Perhaps. Yeah. Because the polish has a smell. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you walk That's into not a, a scientific observation, it's just my own observation. So no, but, me on it, but it's yeah. a it's, it sounds like a good observation. Right, it makes sense. It, it does make sense. Totally. Um, well, that goes hand in hand with a question, actually, from one of the live viewers. ABCD says, when did you first realize that people like your smelly feet? So it wasn't until I started in this community that I realized that smelly feet were like a big thing in this community. Um, And actually, it wasn't until I like went on Miss Murda's page and like saw that her niche was stinky feet. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I have been made fun of for how bad my feet smell for so long. And now I get to like make money off of the smell of my feet like that's so unheard of to me um and then I just started selling stinky socks and people just kept wanting more and I was like oh my god this is awesome you gotta like go and re-up at Walmart yeah. at Target all the time huh or I just have people buy them for me off of my Amazon wish list it's the easiest way to get yourself a free pair of socks <laughs> yeah there you go everybody you got that one right there um Nelson asked how are you and your beautiful feet doing today princess poison dear foot gal oh dang thank you so much uh me and my beautiful feet are doing really well uh it's been super hot lately out here so my feet have been like extra stinky um but good nonetheless (laughs) william wants to know does princess poison have ticklish feet yes yes (laughs) she does they are incredibly ticklish. Tickle, tickle. <laughs> I love how y'all like always got like these these tickle questions. <laughs> All right, so um, let's see. Let's see, we got great podcast by Jasmine. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you. I'm telling y'all, man, drop those questions. We will ask it on the podcast right yes. now. But yeah, I I definitely feel like. Um, you know, natural petties are a forgotten thing. Actually, I, I want to say this is the first natural petty that has been on the podcast. Hey. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I mean, there are so few models. Some models refuse to have natural nails ever. I know there's one um, natural nail like Instagram page that always gets questions for like a specific model, and their response is she will refuses to get natural nails. I've asked her. She doesn't want to do it. So I'm sorry. Like, it's just not going to, you're not going to see your toes on this page. Do you remember that movie, Mr. Deeds? I think it was with Adam Sandler. I do remember that movie. That was the one where his billionaire long lost uncle passed and he inherited everything, right? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Do you remember in that movie how he had a, a completely black foot that was like, like a rock basically i think so yeah oh my gosh i watched that movie so long ago but yeah (laughs) i um i'm not i'm not implying anything with this by the way anybody but (laughs) like it could be perhaps like if you know somebody always wanted them painted i could be wrong i shouldn't say this actually Oh, ahead, well, some, well, some people have like, you know, like nails that go bad at a certain point. Yes. And yeah. it stays black forever. Yeah. I, I think I want to uh, say I've uh, I think it's like when 
your toe gets smashed, you know, and it's like you basically break blood vessels under right. your nail. And so it stays black for a really, really long time until it grows out. And then sometimes it won't even grow out because the blood vessels are in your skin. And so that spot on your nail might always stay that color until the blood vessels finally heal under your nail. So if that was the case, then I would totally understand. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. And just they're fun colors. I cannot wait to go back into the salon and get a new petty because I love picking colors. What's your favorite color to get? Um, Man, that electric blue that I did not too long ago was really, really nice. I got it done when I got my hair blue and purple. And so it just was like the perfect complement. Um, but really anything. I usually go in and I have my nail guy just pick whatever he wants to do rando and he loves it he loves doing that so well hey that's his job so yeah and it takes the pressure off of me because i know he's gonna do something that looks good right and so i just get to sit there and relax and not think about anything (laughs) do they still do foot massages at the they do but they're so lame and and (laughs) crappy oh my gosh no hate at all to any of the the nail salon workers i know you guys probably see millions of pairs of feet every single day um but yeah when you say like 10 minute massage and you like rub the skin on my leg like this for like five seconds that's not a massage that's not a massage you gotta get like you gotta like you gotta get in in there there. yeah Yeah. because then it's like a real massage right and like i get it you know it's it's whatever but if you're gonna do it do it right you know i gotta ask have you heard Drake's new album? No, but I heard it's all like house music, right? It is, is it a yeah. vibe? It is a vibe, actually. I, I didn't like it at first. And I was thinking to myself, like, I don't think this is it. Yeah. You know, and I'm usually I'm not a huge fan of Drake, period. I, I am. I, yeah. I, I've been to seven Drake concerts. Oh, damn. I could be wrong. You're a Drake stan. I, I know. <laughs> it's just that, like, all of my dating life before Mama Goods, every woman like that I've ever dated loved Drake. Mm. So it's like I would go to that Drake concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mama Goods, she she loves Drake too. She thinks still to this day that Drake made eye contact with her because she was like, <laughs> we were like front row one time. <laughs> he probably did. You know, I what? think he did. He did lock eyes with her. You better be careful. I, you know, man. <laughs> I think that if I were to give Mama Goods a pass with a celebrity, I <laughs> would be <drunk. laughs> Imagine that though, like, dude, that would suck too, though. <laughs> Wouldn't suck for her. <laughs> like, damn, Drake stole my girl, man. But like, do I get mad? I don't think it's I could. Hard to get huh? mad because that's because Drake wants to with your girl like what a compliment it is a compliment it must be crazy to be that famous to where that becomes a compliment i have this is such a weird conversation but i've had this conversation with my husband so many times and that is celebrity like sex with a normal person could that be a hundred percent consensual in a weird way because like they're a celebrity. Are you are you wanting to have sex with them because they're a celebrity or because you like them as a person or like think that they're attractive or like want to have sex with them? 
because like it's so hard for them like in in their minds i'm thinking like as a celebrity um if like a normal person wanted to date me i'd be like why do you want to date me you know are you in it for the money are you in it because of my status like it must be so hard for them to like find a relationship i don't know how i just got onto that topic but it probably no that that you make great points though because it, it probably becomes like a usual thing for them where almost everybody that um they interact with it's for a specific reason right? even other celebrities that they may yeah. want to get in a relationship with you have to ask the same questions what are you why do you want to date me right is it for my status do you want to become more famous like what's going on right yeah that's that's what i feel with uh Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. Yeah. I'm like, man, watch out. All Pete. of those celebrity <laughs> relationships, all of them. I'm kind of scared what, for Pete. Elon Musk and Grimes. Like, what a weird couple. I feel like they suit each other, though. Uh, yeah, but in the weirdest way. Like, how odd. She seems like an out there kind of chick, and yeah. he's definitely an out there kind of guy. Oh, yeah. He's he, all he's over the place mentally. He's the worst. Do you think he's the worst? He's the worst. Why? Tell me why. Nobody needs to have that much money. Mm. Nobody. Like, you could not spend all of that money in, like, 10 lifetimes. That is so, so much. I mean, people have done the math. He could solve world hunger with all of the money that he has. What? What would Princess Poison do with $250 billion? God. That's a that's a lot. That's a lot of money for I, sure. I honestly can't even fathom that much money. Like I, <laughs> even if I say like I would buy a house, I'd buy a car, I'd, you know, I would I'd pay for everybody's college tuition that I could possibly get my hands on. I would call every college in the United States and pay off everybody's college tuition fuck college you could do that with that much money i could do that i could call every single vet hospital in the world and be like hey who needs surgery that can't afford it here you know like i could call every hospital be like hey who's who's got medical bills that they can't pay you know what i mean like you could do so much good with that money and you're just sitting on it yeah, no, that that is a good point. But he also does have some huge companies that probably need that money to produce products and stuff too, though. Because I think like mo- a lot of his net worth are tied into companies. I believe yeah. like Tesla and now Twitter. You just don't need that much money. Like, I mean, do less stuff. You don't need that many companies. Like, you know. <laughs> Go on vacation, bro. <laughs> well, he's he is trying to go to Mars though. So why? For what reason? We're gonna go to Mars and we're gonna colonize Mars too. And then we're just going to overpopulate Mars. Like right. the Earth is already overpopulated. But isn't that itself. something though that all the billionaires are like trying to get out of here? But it's like what does that go. mean? Fine. But Goodbye. why are they trying to get out of here though? That makes me question that. Like, what are you guys running from that we don't know about? They want to hide their money. 
we're, we're on to money them. don't exist in those That's, places probably or it, take, maybe the, it does they'll take their points with them their little bank account points that's Shit. all their money is it's just numbers it's on just a numbers on the screen. computer you're right yeah. though it is though we're so i mean oh my god so i like cash it's cash an illusion. looks like something but cash even that is an illusion exist. Too. oh my gosh yeah. when i have cash in my wallet that is not money that i own that is <laughs> that it's not accounted for the only money that i have is my my like bank money any cash that i have in my wallet is just free money it's oh. by the way everybody i said i like cash but don't approach me thinking that i have cash on me all right like, don't be trying to get i me like out cash here. so just send me the cash yeah. actually is, is what i would prefer if you try if you come looking for cash on me you're gonna find something else i live yeah. in nevada don't forget that exactly that's right bang bang <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I, I hear you though. I mean, with that kind of money though, like, like any like really good person, you know, you would definitely want to solve world hunger and just all those yeah. worldly issues, and you would just be the ultimate Robin Hood of the world. But totally. like, like with the powers that be, the governments and stuff, like, dude, they would kill you so. Fast. Oh, one hundred percent. You would. Oh, <laughs> just, the second you went to make a step in the right direction, you'd be assassinated. And then they'd be like, oh, they committed suicide. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there would be some kind of, like, conspiracy oh, yeah. story or he got ate by the Megalodon. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> oh, a meteor struck out of nowhere and just struck him right on top of the head. We have no idea what happened. So I went to, like, the Red Rock area last night, and it was fucking beautiful because there's not yeah. a lot of lights over there. It's really dark. And I was uh, draking and driving, yeah. by the way everybody um and that's when i realized i like that album um good driving album let me get off of drake though because like right now i'm having these inappropriate (laughs) visions of him and my wife and i don't like it um but anyways like i i I mentioned that because you said meteor and have you ever seen a meteor shower yeah so many many years ago my um Aunt, my uncle took me out to Havasu, like Havasu. They used to have a little like speedboat and a little apartment out there. And we were there at the right place at the right time. There were no lights at all. And we'd go out in the backyard and lay on the roof. And we just saw like, I don't know if they were meteors or if it was just shooting stars, but one after another, after another, after another for Mm. like 20 minutes, just it was off. gorgeous. Oh my gosh. And this guy was just filled with stars. I mean, you could not you could barely see like the the black of the night behind all the stars. It was gorgeous. I love that. And you don't see that too much in cities anymore. There's so many especially lights, street lights, especially Vegas yeah. and Henderson. It's like the lights on the strip just pollute everything okay so you're public with the the las vegas i mean it's such a big city people could not know where i live right right i mean even if i say henderson henderson is such a humongous city it is it it spans like if we were talking about like california cities it spans like six or seven cities like it's huge yeah vegas is a big ass city like if you went from one in a vegas like all the way sky point um you know centennial you're driving hours yeah yeah well it's like at least like 45 minutes from one end all the way to the other of vegas so i mean that's yeah and there's so i mean they're building 
more and more and more infrastructure like by the second yeah yeah and like people don't know about like boulder city and Pahrump and like there's other like yeah. little cities that surround vegas as well yeah. and there's going to be more like with Clark the years County to come is just blowing it, up most of nevada like you've got yep. Clark county and then you've got reno, reno and that's about it reno is a weird little city I've never been you don't need to go no. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough fair enough i will take that to heart <laughs> yeah there's, there's not much going on there just uh just a little strip of casinos and yeah. and then like some random ones i would say go there if you want to go like on a, a ski trip Oh, or okay. a cabin trip or something that would that would be Good fun if you want to go to the snow and do some um ski ski oh, boarding we went to the snow this winter it was so nice really mount charleston yeah oh, oh it was gorgeous the snow was up to our shins Dang. oh it was awesome and we were so ill prepared i had just like my sneakers on <laughs> and soaking wet oh huh? i just to the knee like oh, up to gosh. we were like falling in the snow the whole i was it was hysterical so and it was fun, so huh? gorgeous it was so beautiful that sounds so like an amazing awesome. time yeah you, you gotta let us know next time you guys do that oh i will and oh um, yeah or no, if you, we'll totally or if you all do anything in the summer and stuff like that yeah so. hell yeah i will definitely hit you guys up for sure it'd be so much fun look at us making plans on the yes, podcast hey. love it. i'm telling you it this podcast is so nice like it is just two friends just sitting and having a conversation. That's all I forget I'm even online. <laughs> yeah, I know. Same, same. No, it is a good time. Yeah. For sure. Um, well, we got some some photos we gotta yes, do. Yes, I'm really excited. Um, but thank you so much for being on the yes, podcast. Thank you today. for having me again. Absolutely. As as always, like I said, if you come show up on a random oh, yeah. out of the blue thing, we'll, we'll do a podcast. For so, sure. Yeah. Shout Keep out your to, eyes out. Shout out to Princess Poison and a friend of the podcast. <laughs> Do you uh, have anything you would like to tell your fans today? Um, just thank you guys so much for for tuning in and asking so many lovely questions and for your support. And make sure to like and subscribe. Follow Daddy Goods on all of his platforms. Make sure you're following me too. Um, and follow my YouTube channel. It has all my like solo previews, like PG previews and stuff like that on there. I got to subscribe to that. Yeah. Can't believe I'm not subscribed to that. Yeah. Didn't even know about it. Just It's just got some solo stuff on there. I need to be a cool guy. Yeah, you got to be a cool guy. You got to be a cool guy. Don't be a square. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's put much our way on out of Alrighty. here. And um. We will see you all next podcast. Yes. And um, as usual, Tyler, I will I will mention the toe spreading contest on the. Oh, the- yes. <laughs> all right. Let's do it. Thank you all for tuning in. Smash that like button if you haven't already. You should like right now. Right now. Yeah.
Go on over to go if you want to see more of that. Thank you, Princess Poison, for being on the podcast. Thanks. I thank you for every of the viewers watching the podcast. Yep, yep. Smash that like button. Show some love to the podcast. Subscribe if you haven't already. And we are out of here.